Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So the January 6th committee subpoenas the Secret Service and says you have to turn over all text messages for January 6th. And the Secret Service is like, yeah, we, we, we don't have any. There was this great migration of and new phones. and uh, Oops. We don't have any. They turned over one. They turned over one text message. They had this agency-wide reset of phones on January 27th of 2021, 11 days after Congress first requested communications, two days after agents were reminded to back up their phones, and all the messages are gone. Um, look, uh, this, this is a government that couldn't figure out how to have a guard and a working video camera on Jeffrey Epstein. Why not? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Yes, the federal government allowed Jeffrey Epstein to kill himself. Yes, it's William Barr's fault. I would tell that to the man's face and not give a good holy damn about his response. He did it. He let it happen. When I say he did it, he let it happen. I'm not saying he's the one who killed Jeffrey Epstein. I don't think he's a get-his-hands-dirty kind of guy. Find everything at TonyKatz.com, by the way. Um, you don't have the text messages? I, I don't know what to do with this information. How do you not have the text messages? You, you, you've provided uh, uh, documents, but one text. Who loses their job? This is a continual conversation and question that we all have. We, if we were guilty of such absolute ignorance and such a dereliction of duty, we would lose our jobs. We would be out of work. These people all remain. And not everything is, well, Tony, you don't understand. Deleted? So is it deleted because it would be too helpful to Trump? It would be deleted because it wasn't helpful enough to Trump? Was it deleted because it would be too helpful to the committee or not helpful enough? Who gets, you're told to hold on to them. The Inspector General, uh, Joseph Kafari, C-U-F-F-A-R-I, he's gotten hundreds of thousands of disclosures of agency documents, policies, radio communications, emails, briefings, and interviews, but yet somehow not, not this. Never think for a second that I think the January 6th committee has any value to provide. That is not the point of me bringing this up. The point of me bringing this up is it gets a little too convenient when the federal government is able to just say, oops. It's not, it it is an ever-growing problem that those in power believe that they are somehow different than us. And I want those people very much held to account. They deserve to be held to account. They're bad people. 
They're dangerous people. I cannot tell you that Paul Pelosi, the husband of Nancy Pelosi, is guilty of insider trading. What I can tell you is that when he is able to engage in stock purchases, like, for example, a million dollars into a chip company, a microchip company, as Congress is debating a package to help uh, those who want to create microchip semiconductors, that's an issue. Over there at justthenews.com, the history of Paul Pelosi's timely stock purchases. And the answer from uh, Nancy Pelosi's camp, the Speaker of the House, is uh, we, we don't talk about those things. It's completely separate. It's not completely separate. No rational person thinks it's completely separate. What the hell? If a Republican does it, there should be questions. There should be questions. It is without saying that the, the, it's not a question of conflict of interest. It's a question of utilizing data and utilizing connections that other people don't have to benefit oneself. That's what's happening. I mean, the Pelosi's are worth hundreds of millions. It should disgust us all regardless of party. It isn't somehow an acceptable thing because you like Nancy Pelosi's politics. The visa stock purchases in 2008, they were lobbying Congress to stop legislation that would curb uh, swipe fees. So as is noted by CBS, the Pelosi's purchased 5,000 shares of visa at the initial price of $44. Should, should we do the math, Producer Ari? I know, I know you're, you're a man who knows his, his stocks, right? He loves his stocks. 5,000 shares at $44. That's $220,000. Two days later, you know what it was selling for? $64. Throw him in jail. 320,000. Guy made 100 grand in two days. 25 years minimum. And that's producer Ari saying it. Uh, I, I, this is one of my big pet peeves, one of my big issues. It's the, the same thing here is the same thing about Jeffrey Epstein is the same thing uh, uh, about the, the text messages from the Secret Service. What do you mean you don't have them? What do you mean you're able to do this? What do you mean there was no video camera that was working looking into Jeffrey Epstein's cell? What do you mean the two guards fell asleep and one of them wasn't actually a guard? What is this nonsense? And then we're supposed to get distracted by some kind of bullcrap abortion conversation or green this or that and, 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 and lose focus and forget? And the question that gets asked is, do you really think the American people are that ignorant? And the answer is, well, well, well yeah. We should not think that only an elected uh, official is a useful idiot for, a, for those who push communism, Marxism, and government control. A lot of useful idiots on the ground. A tremendous number of useful idiots who will gladly look the other way while their country gets ransacked and screwed. It's gross. Everything I just discussed isn't okay.
Yet we act like it only matters if it affects our side. As long as it hurts the other guy, I guess it's fine. If it hurts our guy, let's just pretend it didn't happen and everything will be all right. What the hell? That's pathetic. That's pathetic. Uh, these documents. The agency says it was up to employees to conduct the necessary preservation of records from their phones. They provided a step-by-step guide to preserve mobile phone content, including text messages, prior to the phone migration that began on January 27th. And states that all Secret Service employees are responsible for appropriately preserving government records that may be created via text message. So, who gets fired? The Secret Service continues to engage in extensive efforts to further assess whether any relevant text messages sent or received by 24 individuals identified by the Office of the Inspector General through Homeland Security were lost due to the in-tune migration, and if so, whether such texts are recoverable. Who gets fired? If I'm told that I'm not allowed to delete delete texts and the texts are deleted, I'm pretty sure my ass is going to jail. What happens to them? I don't want to be angry at the Secret Service. I just want to recognize that while I may think this committee is a bunch of hot nonsense, we're talking about government employees here. How many other people could just delete something and it's okay, no big deal? It's a huge deal. Let me state for the record, you should be pissed. Because when these things happen and they continue to happen, that's what creates the two classes. That, what, that is exactly what creates the idea of the haves and the have-nots, the can and the cannots. I can do whatever I choose. You have to follow every nonsense rule that exists in humanity. It's out of control. And it has to stop. Has to stop. So I'm infuriated by this stuff. But it never should be confused with whether or not I think the January 6th committee is anything other than a bunch of nonsense. Because the January 6th committee is a bunch of nonsense. Everybody associated with the committee uh, should be wholly embarrassed and ashamed of themselves for Kinzinger and Cheney to think that somehow this is where Republicans need to be. No, 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 no. Not liking Trump, not agreeing with Trump, not being around Trump, that's all fine. Thinking that he screwed up on January 6th, that's also fine. Absolutely fine. You cannot like the guy. Mike Pence made an endorsement of Karen Taylor Robson in the gubernatorial race in Arizona. Trump has backed Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake ain't afraid to punch everybody in the face, including herself. Carrie Lake is freaking fearless. Fearless. And she has done some good interviews where, for example, Brett Baer was completely wrong. 
the Brett Bear Carrie Lake interview. Um, where I, I did she, did she what, what what did she do? She she did she hire a stripper? Like what was the um of the question? Uh, about claims of, uh, from a, from a transgender stripper who accused Lake um, of, of hypocrisy. I I, 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 I don't know. Did she hire a stripper or something uh, to that effect? I never paid too much attention to the story, but Brett Bear decided to ask about it. I don't even know. I don't know how that applies to anything. Some allegation from someone. I don't know how that applies to anything in 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 in, in the race. I didn't understand it, and she. And she tried to burn them to the ground. And so people like that. People like the the, the fighting in that. They, they really and, and, and truly do. But Mike Pence has endorsed the competitor to Carrie Lake, this Karen Taylor Robson. I know absolutely zero about Karen Taylor Robson. Zero. She was a member of the Arizona Board of Regents and was appointed by Governor, current Governor Doug Ducey, who is termed out. So here's Pence saying, I am going to nominate someone different than Trump, just like I did uh, in... Uh, uh, in, in in Georgia, or nominate, uh, endorse somebody else, and, and and that's how I'm going against the system. If you want to be Kinzinger and Cheney and do that, well, feel free. That's a rational take. You believe in somebody else, you want to see how you stack up against Trump's endorsements, feel free. Uh, Trump-endorsed candidate just won the gubernatorial nod in Maryland to uh, take over for Larry Hogan, who has been a uh, uh, not so not so great he has been not so great. In Arizona, I don't yet know how popular um, Carrie Lake is. I haven't, I haven't dug in. I think she's popular with, with the Trump crowd. I don't know if she's popular with, with, with Arizona. But that's how you do it. I disagree with Trump. I'm going to do this thing over here. I disagree with Trump, so I'm going to be part of a committee that is never ever going to engage in facts, but only is engaging in destruction of a party that I'm a part of? That's criminally ignorant. And Kinzinger and Cheney, well, Kinzinger was drawn out of his district. He's not running for re-election. And Cheney is down 22 points in her run for re-election. No one should be shocked by these things. How that's the, the January 6th committee is not how you go about doing something where you disagree with Trump. You disagree by disagreeing. You disagree by saying that's who you pick. I'm picking the other guy because you don't know how to pick people. You're nuts. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Now, what's going to happen with Pence's selection? A beat beats me. Don't have the slightest clue of what's going to happen here. Zero. If if Trump wins, I mean, Carrie Lake has been a hot hand for a long time. If Pence wins, well, that's a story. Remember, Pence is setting himself up for a presidential run. I don't think he should. 
but I'm not going to stop the man. He's, he's going to do what he's going to do. And for the people who want to call him a traitor, well, I don't buy into any of that. I just don't think he should run. I think he's the next Secretary of State, and he's going to be incredible. That's his future. Secretary of State for Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott or maybe somebody else. Just not president because he's not going to win a primary. I don't see that happening. But I have no problem with him endorsing somebody else. I have a serious problem with the Secret Service not having the text messages they were supposed to keep. I think we all should. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.